Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. For those of you who have been wanting to work with me in a one-on-one capacity and have been waiting for the opportunity to work with me, I have something I am so excited to bring to you guys. I woke up this morning and spirit was like short-term mentorship spots. And I got really excited about this for the first time in a while. So what I am doing, starting in August, I have three spots that are going to be available for a three-month mentorship with me. This is a one-on-one container, a one-on-one way to work with me. We're going to be doing business mentorship, energetic mentorship. So for those of you who have businesses, you're doing the strategy stuff and you're trying to figure out what the energetic part of your business is, how to marry both the energetics and the business strategy. If you want to learn more about quantum healing, this is a great way to mentor with me one-on-one. If you feel like you just need some guidance as far as expansion, energetics, life. I am here to mentor and guide you in this container. So the details for this are going to be linked in the landing page. It's the frequency is the name of my one-on-one mentorship program. It's also on my website, www.shelbyrose.com forward slash one dash one. And you can find all of the details there Or here's just like the overview of it. It's going to be a short-term program. So it's three months with me. We're going to meet three times a month. So during those three sessions you have a month, we can do energetic work. Maybe that's quantum healing work. We can do work within your business. We can talk about the energetics of your business um, and we can do strategy work for business. So this is really for anyone who is looking for like a really holistic approach to coaching. That is how I approach things. I think things are so interconnected and I do believe that when we come into alignment in one area of our life, it aligns all the other areas. And so part of my philosophy when it comes to mentorship and business coaching is that I really talk about looking at your life as a whole and what's not working, what's not in alignment. Because what I can tell you from personal experience is that over and over and over and over and over again, when I come into alignment, when my energy is in alignment, my business just naturally flows because I'm in in an aligned state. This is what I want to help guide you through using quantum healing work, using energetics, using aligned action. So if this is calling to you, three-month program, three calls a month, you get Voxer support in between. And again, all of the details are going to be on that frequency landing page. You can also submit an application there. Um, I do jump on calls with you guys before we decide to work together. I want to make sure that it is mutually aligned and also that we get the go ahead from spirit that yes, we are meant to work together at this point in time. So if, if you feel called to that, make sure you get an application in, I have a feeling that these are going to go pretty quickly. 
and let's dive into the episode, you guys. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Razor Vibration podcast. I'm Shelby Rose. And I have a quick little nugget for you today. I actually have my next tattoo um, planned out. I have no idea when I'll actually get it, but I know I want it on my body somewhere because it has been a saying, quote, thought that has been looping through my brain, but in a positive way over the past several weeks. And I'm not sure if it's a quote that I saw on like a picture in a book in a like, it might be from the black lives matter movement. I'm really not actually sure where I can give credit to this. Um, but it stuck with me as so often quotes do. I know the quote, but I don't always know the, the origination. So the quote is nothing changes if nothing changes. And I think it's been cycling through my head and I want to share my, my take on this over the past few weeks, because after my trip to Breckenridge, after being up in the mountains and away from my environment and out of my day-to-day routine for a few days, I had this awareness that I really needed to change some things about the way I was doing life and the way I was speaking about life and the way I was no longer really romanticizing my life. And the thing that keeps not only, not only not romanticizing like every part of my life, but feeling like, um, I just couldn't get the momentum to do the things that I wanted. Like, I really want to write a book. I have so much experience and wisdom to share with all of you. And I've just not been sitting down to do it despite it coming and showing up in literally every possible way. And spirit gave me a little kick in the ass when I was in the woods. They were like, you can keep going the way you're going, which is fine. My life is good. But if you want what you say you want, you have to change something. And I think a lot of us get stuck in patterns and cycles and programs and the month, like the day-to-day shit. And we stay in our, our identities and stories because we're not really willing to change. I realized while I was up in the mountains that I wanted to hold on to a lot of my fear, a lot of my experiences, a lot of the limiting beliefs that I allowed other people to place upon me because it was easier than taking responsibility for what I was creating. And again, what I've been creating has been pretty magical, but I know there's a next level and I've been afraid to step into it. Afraid to step fully onto my path. One, one foot in and then like a half a foot still out, right? We all do this. It's like, well, I have a safety net, um, the comfortable, the not putting myself all the way out there, not sharing what I really believe. This is a big thing for me is like, sharing pieces, but not the all. Maybe it's um, half committing to 
your business. Maybe it's half committing to your health journey. Maybe it's half committing. Oh my God, this is me. This is literally, this message is coming through for me right now. I hope it helps you guys out too, but like half committing to relationships. Like I, I realize that I've been saying I want partnership. It's also like a realization I had up in the mountains. I've been saying I desire partnership, but I don't actually know if I'm willing to give up the independence, the freedom, the personal autonomy, the putting in the work and the effort, the conversations, the navigating difficult situations. I don't know if I've actually been really willing to go there. So obviously I've been co-creating half asked partnership just been fine. Great learning opportunities. But if you really want something to change in your life and you're not willing to change anything, you either have to let go of the fact that you want that thing and accept that you're not willing to put in the changes to make the changes that would that are required in order for you to align with that goal. It's not even always more work. I think sometimes we think, oh, change. I have to like, and maybe that's part of it. Like get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym right away. That might be a part of your journey. That might be what spirit's calling you to. Spirit was like, you need to wake up at 5.30 or your book is never going to get written because by middle of the day, your brain is done and you no longer have those creative juices. It's right when you wake up before you've consumed anyone else's content that you're most creative. So yes, it may be a part of your journey for you to wake up earlier. It may be that you sign up for therapy. It may be that you commit to doing the energetic practices. It may be that you get out of that relationship that you know is sucking the life out of you. There is something right now that you know would change the trajectory of your life that would make your life so much better if you just simply showed up for it. We all have that thing that we're avoiding. We all have that thing we don't really want to do, not because we don't, and not because it's even hard. Here's the thing, not because it's always hard. And maybe it is sometimes, right? Like I really am not a morning person. 5.30 a.m. is early for me. I told myself I would never do this after I quit my full-time job. People change, things change. Um, I've grown to fall in love with the process. And... I think I was actually afraid to get up and, and start this book because I'm more afraid of what could be or writing it and having it flop or writing it and no one reads it or all the questions that we get caught up in when we will never know the answers until we put the thing out into the world. Right? You're staying in the relationship right now that you know is not in alignment, that you know is not your person because well, what happens if I let this go and someone else doesn't come along? It's the what ifs in the future that stop us from making the changes that are required to lead to the life we actually desire. We're getting stuck in the well, what, what, it, what will the future look like, needing that certainty rather than enjoying the process. 
And this is something that I've been coming back to the past few weeks. In addition to <laughs> literally right in front of me on a magnet, nothing changes. If nothing changes is written. But the other thing I've been coming back to is this. Can I romanticize everything else in between? So often we get caught up in what we want and what we want is great, right? Like it's like, it will come. It will, literally whatever is for you can never miss you. You've heard me say this a million times. But if you can't fall in love with the process of getting there, that journey, the beauty in what is, even if it's messy and chaotic and it doesn't make any fucking sense right now, if you can't fall in love with that, then once you get there, everything else, like you're, you're, you're missing the beauty right now. And if you can make these shifts while falling in love with the process of it, right? So it's like 5.30 a.m. when spirit was like, you need to wake up at five, literally I heard it. It was like 5.30 a.m. You need to wake up to write your book or it's not going to happen. I was like, typed it in my phone. So I wouldn't forget. I was like, okay, I hear it. And I, at first I was so resistant to it. I was like, oh, this is going to suck. This is going to be awful. And then I realized it can actually be this little beautiful quiet time that I get to wake up and I go to the lobby and no one else in the building's awake. Well, there's some people who are crazy and wake up that early on purpose, but <laughs> no one else is awake. And I go and get my coffee and my jammies and I come back with my fuzzy slippers and I put my feet on the carpet. I've got like a, I don't know, a fuzzy carpet below my desk that like I sink my feet into and Dahlia chews on her bone in the corner and waits patiently to go to the park. And the sun isn't quite up yet, but I can like watch the lighting outside my window change. And I write and I'm not writing so that I have a New York times bestseller. I'm writing because this is a message that I feel needs to come through me. It's a message that I feel called to share. And yes, it probably will be a New York Times bestseller because this message is fire and people need it. But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm falling in love with the process. I don't need any of that. It would be a great, a wonderful surprise when those things, if those things happen. But it's not why I need to do it. I need to do it because spirit called me to it. And maybe it is simply just for me to process and move forward with my life. Maybe it is because there are three people in the world that need this book and will read it and it will change the trajectory of their lives. And I can't imagine the impact of that. Can you fall in love with the process? The changes, the difficult changes, right? Like it's, I used to see, I think this is another great example. I used to see going to the gym as a means to be skinny and hot. This was really when I was, you know, in my early twenties. And that was why I went to the gym. I mean, be the hottest, hottest piece at the bar, right? I'm gonna wear this cute tight dress. I'm not gonna have any pooch because I worked out. That is not why I work out anymore. I could give a shit less when people think about my body. But I fell in love at some point in time. I'm not really even sure how it happened. I fell in love with like the meditative process of being at the gym. To me, it was like moving meditation 
it wakes me up. It energizes me. It allows me to process things. It allows me to move emotion through my body in a way I never knew was possible. I fell in love with the process of it. And now it's no longer about how I look great byproduct. I'm like, hot damn girl. I have abs. I have more abs at 30 than I did at 22 when I cared. But it's not because I was restricting more and working out harder. It was because I fell in love with the process. And when you're in love with the process, the changes you're making no longer become I have to. They become something beautiful. So circling back to the beginning where we talked about nothing changes if nothing changes. I want you to think about one thing in your life that you, do, you, that you desire, that you want, and can you look at your life and say, you know what, if I actually want that, I need to show up and do this. If I actually want a really beautiful relationship, maybe, maybe it's getting honest and saying, I have to do the work so that I can communicate better and I can show up better. And I can be less selfish. This is one of the ones I realized as well. I'm pretty selfish. I love my independence and my freedom. And sometimes like it's in the way of relationship, right? Can you get honest about some of the changes that you might need to shift if you actually want the thing you want and show up for the process of changing those things? Maybe it's that you, if you really want that relationship, have to let go of the shitty partnership you have now. Because sometimes you are the only one putting the effort in and the person you are with is not able to match your energy (laughs) and that's okay too. You can release those people. There is no shame in letting things go that are misaligned. Maybe it is that you know you want a business one day and that requires you to show up on social media and you hate social media, but you find a way to fall in love with the process. This is something I realized recently as well. I was hating opening up my phone on Instagram every time. I was like, I hate this. I don't know why it's frustrating. And I opened, I started going on TikTok and I was like, the energy just feels different here. And falling in love with TikTok allowed me to fall back in love with Instagram stories. And now I'm able to show up not every day, but more frequently than I was because I know this is important to move my business forward, to move my message forward and to get my tools in the hands of more people. So what do you need to change? And if you've already made the changes, but you keep starting and keep stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping, stopping, how can you fall in love with the process without expecting it to happen tomorrow? How can you fall in love with the journey? How can you fall in love with just showing up and doing it without needing the validation from the numbers, followers, although, you know, it's fun. (laughs) I get it. Validation is great. And can you show up and fall in love with the process first? Okay. That's all I'm going to leave you guys with. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. You know, I love you so much. Um, we're going to catch you next week and I'll have some more goodies for you then. Thanks for tuning in.